question is asked, the very first of the Ten Commandments, says, I am God who took you out of Egypt. And this is one of the Ten Commandments. It's actually the first commandment. And according to Maimonides, this is the first of the 613 mitzvahs. Rabbi Yitzchak of Korbil, the, the Samak, Sefer Mitzvah's Katan, asked the question, if you read the statement literally, I am God, your God, who took you out of Egypt, it's more of a statement, a declaration, an introduction. It's not all the others is a commandment. Don't worship idols. You should not have any foreign gods. Don't swear falsely. Honor your, honor your parents. Keep Shabbat. All the other are commandments. Anoichi is no commandment. And how do we know it is a commandment? Maybe it's not a commandment. Because the Talmud says that Torah Tzivalanu Moshe Moshe gave us the Torah. Torah is a numerical value of right, 611. So 611 out of the 613 Tzivalanu Moshe, we heard from Moshe. But the first two commandments we heard directly from God. We heard directly from God, the first two. Because it says when the Jewish people heard God, they faint, they died. It was so overwhelming and so intense that they literally their soul flew out of their bodies. And God, God resurrected them. And then he said the second commandment, and they died again. And he said, and God resurrected them. They said, oh, we can't take it. It's too intense. It's too much. Please, Moshe, let God speak through you. And it says, God spoke through Moshe. So we see clearly from this Talmud, that Anoichi is a mitzvah. But it sounds like a declaration. So the smak gives a, uh, an original explanation. This is from, the, from one of the medieval rabbis, the Rishonim. Very novel explanation. And he says, and this is the first mitzvah in the Torah, according to my manus. And this is the first of the Ten, Ten Commandments. He says, you know what the mitzvah here is? There is a mitzvah here. The mitzvah is that I am God, your God, who took you out of Egypt. Just like I took you out of Egypt, although you weren't deserving to be taken out of Egypt. And nevertheless, I took you out of Egypt. So I'm commanding you to have faith that I'm going to take you out of exile and I'm going to bring Mashiach. Whether you deserve it or not, just like you couldn't believe that the redemption from Egypt was, happen it was going to happen. You didn't think you earned it. You didn't think you deserved it. You, you just didn't see it happening. And yet, you saw that it happened. So I'm commanding you to believe that one day, I am going to take you out of this exile. And this is the mitzvah, the very first mitzvah in the Ten Commandments. So according to the Smag, the belief in Mashiach is not just one of the 13 principles of faith. This is the very first opening line, the opening statement that Hashem is making. There'll never be another, another Mount Sinai. This is Hashem's opening line. I am God, you God, I took you out of Egypt, and I promise you I'm going to take you out of exile, and you have to believe I will take you out of exile. The Mashiach is going to come. That the belief of Mashiach is not just a matter of faith that God will reward the righteous and reward us for all the heroism and sacrifice and good deeds and all the Torah and mitzvot, despite all our suffering, the Jewish people are so faithful to God. So one of the 13 principles is you have to believe in, in reward and punishment. So you have to believe that the Jewish people who were so faithful to God, through thick and thin, God is going to reward them and, bring, and give them Mashiach. It's much deeper than that. 
it's the first opening statement, the opening declaration of God in the Revelation. Anoichi, the very first mitzvah, according to my manari, is based on the Zohar, the very first mitzvah of the 613 mitzvah. The belief in the coming of Mashiach. What's the connection? With the giving of the Torah. Yes, there are references to Mashiach and the giving of the Torah, as Maimonides says. Second to the last chapter. There are references. We find in the prophecy of Bilam. We find at the end of Deuteronomy, God promises, I'm going to gather you all together and I'm going to bring you back home. It's mentioned in the Torah. But is it so central? That's way up there, right at the beginning? This is the very first statement. This is like the opening line. Almost as if this is our mission statement. This is what the Torah is all about. To believe in the coming of Mashiach. And Maimonides articulates this halachic. Maimonides says, a Jew who doesn't believe in the coming of Mashiach, or even if he does believe in the coming of Mashiach, but he doesn't yearn, literally yearn and hope and anticipate and can't wait for the coming of Mashiach, he says he denies the Torah of Moshe. What a, what a powerful statement. Firstly, you can say, maybe I deny reward and punishment, but I renounce the whole Torah. Mashiach is mentioned once or twice at the end, or in the prophecy of Bilam, a non-Jewish prophet. But to say I deny the whole Torah of Moshe, because I don't believe in Mashiach, and then Maimonides says, even if you do believe, but if I don't yearn for it, I deny the Torah of Moshe. Wait a minute. The Torah of Moshe, that's my business. That's my responsibility. These are my responsibilities. These are my mitzvot. So I have to worry about the things that I have to do. Mashiach, that's God's business. God is going to reward me. Of course I believe that one day God is going to reward me. But why do I have to sit and wait and anticipate and yearn for the coming of Mashiach? And if I don't, and I say to myself, hey, I'm doing my job. My job is to take care of my responsibilities, to study Torah and do mitzvah. If God will choose to bring Mashiach, won't choose to bring Mashiach, that's his business. I'm worthy, I'm not worthy, that's his business. So if he won't bring Mashiach, I'm still busy doing what I have to do. I have to worry about the things that I can do, that I have to worry about. What's the connection that I have to sit and yearn and anticipate? And Maimonides says this halachically. And the Raiva doesn't argue. We know in the Raiva doesn't argue and the rabbis don't argue. And Maimonides, I think there's a list of over 100 rabbis that agree with Maimonides. This is a powerful statement Maimonides is making. And it's in tune with what the smack says. This is the very opening line, the declaration. Our mission statement, the mission statement of what Torah is all about. And the key is, as Maimonides tries to explain it so clearly, people make a fundamental mistake when it comes to Mashiach. And this includes rabbis and deans of yeshivot, a basic, fundamental, flawed understanding of the whole concept of Mashiach. As the Alter Rebbe once said, the Mashiach that the world is waiting for will never come. And the Mashiach that's coming, the world is not waiting for. Because the world has a flawed understanding of the whole concept of Mashiach. And the mistake is in one word. People think that Mashiach is here to come to reward us. 
to reward us, to give us a reward. Maimonides spends the whole chapter, second to the last chapter in the Laws of Kings, the end of his whole magnum opus, trying to explain and articulate it's wrong. Mashiach is not here to give us a reward. Mashiach doesn't have to perform any miracles. Mashiach, that's not what Mashiach is about. There will be a reward, there won't be a reward. That's incidental. What's the essence of Mashiach? The essence of Mashiach is connected to the essence of the Torah. What is Torah? Torah is God had a vision for reality. God had a blueprint. God had a vision. And because he had a vision, he created the world based on this blueprint, based on this vision. And he revealed to us what his vision was. God wasn't shy. He revealed to us, spelled it out very clearly what his vision for this world was that the Jewish people will fulfill 613 mitzvah, the 7 billion people of the world will become righteous Gentiles, Noahides, who was a non-Jew, and he was a righteous person and God's best friend, following their, their Ten Commandments, the seven Noahide laws, with its hundreds of details, which comprises the basic moral, ethical, and spiritual laws. And what is a Jew's mission in life? What have we been working for for the last 3,300 and 24 years, to be precise, since the giving of the Torah, in the year 2,448? We're now in the year 5,772. We've been working, and our mission is to implement this vision. When a Jew fulfills the Torah and the mitzvot, we take another portion of this world and we, turn it into, we make it holy. And God dispersed the Jewish people throughout the world, bringing the message of Torah and mitzvot, and bringing and changing and transforming and bringing holiness into every corner of the world. Our mission is to transform this world into a Torah world, to actualize God's mission. That's the theme of Mashiach. Mashiach's job is to implement the Torah, to take this vision which, never was, which was never realized, even in the times of King David and King Solomon. We came close but it was never fully implemented and never fully realized, especially not the seven Noahide laws. And our mission is, and even the 613 mitzvot we did, we never had the opportunity to fulfill all 613, even in the times of King Solomon, because Israel did not expand. We didn't have Israel, which reached all the way to the Euphrates, and so we couldn't add the three cities of refuge. Mashiach's mission is to implement the Torah that this vision that God had will finally be fully realized. We'll have the opportunity. He's going to return royalty and return the temple and we'll have sacrifices and, we'll, and Israel will expand all the way to the... Peacefully, Israel will expand. The Arabs will, will willingly relinquish and give us all the way to the Euphrates and all the way to Syria and we'll be able to add the three cities. We'll have nine cities of refuge and, and the entire Jewish people will return back to Israel. We'll move from the Upper East Side of Manhattan back to the Upper East Side of Jerusalem and... The entire Jewish people will live in the Holy Land of Israel and will be able to restore the laws of the Torah. That's the theme of Mashiach. Therefore, a Jew doesn't wait passively for Mashiach. It's not two separate things. I am studying Torah, and God is going to give me a reward. And if you ask most rabbis, that's how most rabbis understand Mashiach. Comes along Maimonides and comes along the smack and says, you misunderstand the whole concept of Mashiach. Someone who thinks of Mashiach in those terms denies the whole Torah of Moshe, missed the whole point of the Torah. The whole point of the Torah is, and that's our mission in life, is to actualize the Torah, to make the Torah a reality, to make this world into a Torah world. 
not by banning and shunning yourself from the world, by taking every part of this world, of God's world, and revealing and showing, bringing the peace, bringing heaven down to earth, showing that the essence is godliness and revealing the Torah and bringing the Torah and making this world into a Torah world. If that, if you truly understand what the Torah is about, then you can't wait. You're yearning every moment for the coming of Mashiach because that's the theme of my life. That's the opening line of the Ten Commandments. This is what the Torah is about. It's not two separate things, Mashiach and the Torah. This is it. This is Mashiach is the implementation of the Torah. So a Jew says, yeah, I believe in Mashiach, but what does it have to do with my... I'm busy learning and I'm busy doing mitzvahs. Don't bother me with Mashiach. If God will bring him, we'll bring him. If he won't, it's his business. Anyone who says that says Maimonides denies the whole Torah. I mean, Maimonides is using this language halachically. This is powerful, sharp language. From Moshe to Moshe, there's never been another Moshe. From the original Moshe to Moshe, Moses Maimonides, before and since, there's never been another Moshe, Moshe who captured the whole Torah. So Maimonides is telling us, if you understand the whole Torah, you, you, you get it, you understand that Mashiach is an, in, is an intrinsic, essential part. This is the whole theme of the Torah. It's not two separate things. Mashiach is not a reward. Mashiach is about implementing and making the Torah a reality, bringing peace, to bring peace, to reconcile instead of the world as it is now, being a hostile place. And there's a conflict and a clash between the Jew and Torah. When Mashiach will come, there will no longer be any anti-Semitism. Because once we make peace and we reveal the deeper unity and we show how the world naturally is really could absorb godliness and is ready for the message of the Torah and is open and welcoming the message of the Torah, then not only won't there be any anti-Semitism, but the Jew will be the natural leaders of the world, the teachers of the world, the guys of the world. They'll respect the Jew. They'll look up to the Jew. They'll, they'll help the Jew. And Israel will become, the temple will be the White House of the, of the world. And Mashiach will be the president of the world. And every Jew will be the teacher and the ambassador of Hashem to teach. It says every Jew will be responsible for 2,800 non-Jews to teach them, to teach them the seven Noahide laws. This is the reality of Mashiach. This is the world of Mashiach. And if that was true in the past, how much more so today in the year 5,772, as we're about to receive the Torah, we have to... Uh, sharpen our awaken, sharpen our yearning and our appreciation and our realization that Mashiach, this is what we need. This is the time to pray and beg for Mashiach and to ask for Mashiach that we should hear the Torah from Hashem Himself. And instead of celebrating this coming Shavuot in the next few days, celebrating it here on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, we should celebrate it on the Upper East Side of Jerusalem, overlooking the Third Temple, when the Torah will finally become a reality and all the heroic sacrifices and the Torah and mitzvot of all our ancestors collectively and each and every one of us individually together will transform human consciousness, transform the world and the vision of Hashem will be fully implemented and uh, we'll happy, happy Gdyantif uh, and, uh, and uh, we should receive the Torah as a previous Lubavitch Rebbe would say. We wish each other that we should receive the Torah besimcha, bepnimiyas, with joy and we should internalize the message of the Torah to permeate every aspect of our life, to illuminate it and transform it, and we should turn our own personal lives into godly lives, into Torah lives, and turn the world around us. Every one of us has a portion of the world that was allotted to us. We should transform every one of us, our portions of the world, and turn it into a Torah world. Mm-hmm.